0: Hi, and welcome to the Writers' Forum. I'm David Benedetto, and today I'm joined by three wonderful artists. Uh, would you mind introducing yourselves?
1: My name is Sarah Slaughter. I am the Director of Literary Programs in Room 220 at Antenna.
2: Uh, I'm Benjamin Morris. I wrote the poems for this book.
3: I'm Myrtle von the III, and I'm a painter whose paintings were used in this book.
0: Well, great. Thank you so much for being here. I'm glad to have you on to talk about... Uh, Ecotone, which is fantastic, a really beautiful book that's going to be released tonight uh, at the antenna Gallery, I believe. Uh, well, fantastic. To kind of start us, Ben, I was wondering if you could describe how this book started for you.
2: Sure, I'd love to. Um, the main origin came from a really wonderful period I got to spend down in residence at the studio in the woods on the lower coast of Algiers. Uh, about six years ago, they brought me in to do um, a residency where The hospitality was extraordinary. I only had the idea for this book, um, but they said, come on in and give it a shot. And so six weeks of immersion uh, in the woods led to about 25 or 30 poems led to the the complete first draft of the manuscript. And it is inspired by the coastal landscape of Louisiana uh, and the endangered hardwood forests which uh, receive a little bit less attention than the coastal wetlands that we tend to see, you know, uh, swamp forests, uh, cypress tupelo, that sort of thing. So uh, this book became a a story about uh, a region that had been transformed by disaster and a group of individuals seeking to understand the truth of that particular disaster and the consequences that befall them as they do. so. Um, it was a great pleasure to spend some time down there and come away with the first draft. Over the next several years, I continued to revise it and edit the manuscript. And uh, just this past year, I was very grateful to receive uh, news from Antenna that they were interested in working with it in some way. And I'm sure Sarah can probably talk about the series uh, in general, but this book came as a result of um, that initiative.
1: Oh,
0: fantastic! Well, Sarah, could you tell us a little bit about that series and what your expectations are for it, and how how things are going with it?
1: Yeah. So, Antenna was um, founded as Press Street um, was initially the name of our organization back um, in the I believe it was founded in the months pre just before Katrina, but it really took off um, right after the storm. and And it's it's a collaborative of artists and writers is how it how it initially started. And one of the first projects. Um, they did uh was a book called Intersections and what Intersections did is it it named 25 um important crossroads in New Orleans and it asked 25 artists and 25 writers to collaborate blindly on um like meditating about the importance of these intersections um these like city uh street intersections uh in the wake of the storm and the spirit of that has kind of carried through to our chat book series. We no longer do it blindly. Um, we encourage the the writers and the artists to kind of come together and um, submit to our open call and give us a proposal. But, but we're really interested in um, the kind of wonderful things that can happen when— um, Art and writing come together on the page, and and I think I would argue that that our chat books feature much more art than a conventional chat book might. Like we we put a big emphasis on, um. Letting the art kind of resonate with the writing, and letting the two inform one another re- rather than privileging one over the other. And I think that's a a really beautiful aspect of the series. Um, we've got about twenty books at this point, and we publish. Um, at this point, we we. We've kind of taken the series off. We get about three every season. Um so so we'll publish about six annually. Yeah. Um and we have an open call that anyone can submit to. It's uh I think there's a fee, but we're willing to waive it. And um if you check out our website, antenna.works, you can find out a lot more about the books we've done and how you could submit if you're interested.
0: Well, fantastic. No, that's great. And I, I love that idea of letting the art steep with the writing and how antenna as kind of like these inter, intersections of, you know, as you mentioned your initial project right there, but the intersections of all these things coming together in the art world uh, throughout the organization. I think that that's really lovely. And then Myrtle, I, I'd love to hear about how in this particular book, how you got involved and what you kind of wanted to bring to the fold of, of Ben's writing.
3: I, well, Benjamin wrote to me <laughs> right when I got my uh, CDL and my, an over-the-road trucking job. So I didn't actually have time to think very much about it. Yeah. <laughs> but he sent me samples of his poems and I thought, yeah, that, that is a good fit. I really like what he's what he's doing. Uh, so I said yes. And uh, he, it was more personal to him. Like I, I said, you you should be able to choose which work fits best with, with your writing. So he did that beautifully without much assistance from me um, because I was driving a truck across the country yeah. and didn't have access to internet very often and was usually too tired to email. Um, so it 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 I'm amazed at how this worked out, frankly, um, but I'm thrilled.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. the constraints <laughs> right there, working with it. I, I like uh-huh. it. Um, for people that have, have never seen your art before, how, how would you describe it and kind of your, your aesthetic?
3: It, it, well, a, a lot of it's landscape painting, uh, it's a little surreal. There, There is figurative or there are figurative elements in there, um, more like a, underwater dreamscapes could be a description uh, or uh, just sort of flashes of what you might see um, in your mind's eye, in your memory about life in New Orleans. It's not realistic in any way. Yeah. But yeah.
0: No, I, I love that I think that that's, that's great and it really lends itself to a lot of these poems here and uh, I was wondering Ben if you could read a selection for us
2: I'd, I'd love to I mean the the one thing that that I want very much um, you know our listeners today to uh, to know about Myrtle's work is just how lush it is you know I've had so many folks come up having seen the book and just comment on the richness of the textures and the coloration and the, uh, just the way that each painting is so filled with life and energy and just has this kind of dimension of, of saturation to it, which um, is really arresting. You know, it, it really kind of brings you into each canvas. One of the things that I love about Myrtle's work is that the, the paintings suggest narratives and they hint at narratives. They give you fragments of narratives, but they never tell a, a, a story that that is... Um, uh, fully understandable and and they shouldn't they they leave you wondering they leave you guessing and the the use of the figures has this kind of wonderful allegorical impact where you you know that something is happening you can't quite figure out what but the world itself is so richly drawn that you can spend hours just imagining what is actually taking place in this scene that she has depicted whether it's a group of birds having dinner around a table or whether it is uh, figures walking down a promenade at night. There's just something that you you think might be the case, but you'll never know for sure. And that's a really pleasing feeling. Yeah, I think.
3: Great. That's a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's it's what it's. I'm, I'm not the only one who thinks this. I'll put it that way. So, um, well, I'll read one very short poem. It's the first poem in the book, and this is called Entry. We entered at the ditch line. Quieter there, save for the distant cry of the poorly fed, the loose encampments of refugees strewn across the hills, mostly out of sight. One strayed our way as we fought to garland ourselves in sacks. Better to be camouflaged, let the water of suspicion roll off our backs. What were we doing? Would we attack, or were we even armed? Lest anyone raise an alarm. She was begging for any food that we had. Naive, maybe, But we took pity. Five years old, if a day, and so we knelt and gave her what we could spare. She would live a little longer, at least, we hoped. We scaled the fence, recoiled our rope.
1: Thank you so much for
0: sharing. Um, Sarah, uh, as far as the event tonight, what can people expect, and what other events do you have coming up in the fall?
1: Yeah, so the event uh, starts at 7 o'clock at Antenna Gallery, which is 3718 St. Claude Avenue um in the bywater and um we will have desserts from Shake Sugary. Ooh. We will have beverages available. <laughs> um and Andy Young will kick off the reading by um with a poem that reflects on a, another painting of Myrtle's. And then Ben will read and Myrtle might say a few sentences if we're lucky. We'll have uh <laughs> we'll have some of her work kind of um shown presentation style behind the, behind the readings. Um, and the books will be for sale, which I think is the most important thing. We're, we're really celebrating, um, the launch of this, this beautiful work. Um, in terms of other programming, uh, on October 4th, we'll be celebrating another book from this chat book series called the spirit of the staircase. It's by, uh, Tiana Noble was the poet, and Bridget Conroy was the artist who worked on that one. And, um, That'll be at 7 o'clock, also at Antenna. Um, and then as part of our Room 220 reading series, the kind of big event we have this fall is um, on November 16th, Eileen Miles will be in town. Um, and so we're really excited to host Eileen. Um, celebrating the launch of a new memoir called, I believe it's called Afterglow, um, a dog memoir. All right, It's about interesting. her pit bull. Yeah. Um, that... that was very beloved, so um, we're very excited for for the rest of the year.
0: No, that, that's exciting. That Eileen Miles is a, is a big deal. That that's fantastic. I'm yeah. glad that you're getting to bring her into town. Um, and all the all these things sound exciting, especially tonight. Um, we're kind of running short on time, but to kind of wrap us up, I would love to hear about what each of you are reading right now.
1: I'm actually reading Sarah Carr's book about the New Orleans school reforms. Oh, really? Um, hope against hope. Yeah, for for work for work purposes, I'm sort of um, diving back through that. Um, so taking a little sidestep away from the creative stuff and and reading some nonfiction about school reform. Hey, that's Um, that's
0: important. It's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, currently I I try to keep a couple books on the go at any given time. Um, this, this season uh, has seen, I've just finished reading Mark Yakich's A Dangerous Book of Poetry for Planes, uh, which is really sharp, funny, um, hurtful in good ways (laughs) uh very insightful he mark is known for his playfulness with language and his willing to be very experimental but also very controlled and i really enjoyed going through uh through that one it's it's not um uh, it's not a very long poetry book there uh, i would say uh the number of poems in there is actually quite uh modest compared to the page count but it really hits hits like a truck and it's it's great and then uh for nonfiction. um uh, my a good friend gave me a copy of Al Franken's memoir, uh, Giant of the Senate, and oh. I, I don't normally read kind of political books. Uh, the last political book I read was Michael Waldman's The Fight to Vote, but this is you know a little different. It's it's uh, the most self deprecating and least self serving political memoir <laughs> that I've ever read, uh, which is and it's it's funny. I mean, what what, what more could you ask for? It's Al yeah. Franken. So,
3: well, I'm glad you asked.
2: <laughs> because
3: because I started this book when I was driving the truck and I, I put it aside and then um, I realized when I was coming here that the perfect book to bring on the plane would be uh, Jamie Attenberg's uh, St. Maisie. So that is what I'm reading right now.
0: Oh, fantastic. Very happily. Well, yeah. oh, good, I'm glad to hear that. I, uh, I hopefully will get to speak to Jamie a little bit later this fall. so
3: I hope I get to meet her tonight. Yes <laughs> <laughs> maybe she'll sign my book.
0: Oh fantastic. And I, I guess before we go, I'd love if you could uh, tell people where to find more information about yourselves on the uh, interweb.
1: So all of the things that I talked about today are available at antenna.works and you can you can uh, check out everything about the organization and about me there.
2: Um, I do have a website, which is just my full name, BenjaminAllenMorris.com. I put most, most stuff up there. We've had a Facebook thing for this event tonight, which folks can go and see some delicious photographs of delicious uh, pastries from Shake Sugary. Uh, that's really the main <laughs> thing to look at. But <laughs> yeah, uh, my website kind of has most of the stuff. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I try to keep it fairly well f- frequent or current.
3: I, I try and keep uh, a website on WordPress updated, just von